Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, friends. Today on our podcast, we have a guest with us, Jenna Bagley from, I forget the small town, but near Philadelphia. (laughs) And um, she's going to be talking to us a lot about email marketing, which I think is going to be amazing because we have so many entrepreneurs that listen to us and are in our community, so many small businesses or online businesses or people just getting started. And I think email marketing is obviously a great way to, to get, reach out and be a part of what other, uh, get, get your, I can't think of the words, but that's what Jenna's here to do is to tell us exactly what the email marketing is going to do to help grow your business. So I know she's wife, mother, side hustler, like doing all kinds of stuff. So you, so it's nice because you yourself are in business. So you know how that email works for yourself too. So I'm excited to dive into all of this. So thanks for being a guest of ours today, Jenna. Thanks so much. I'm really excited to be here. And I cannot wait to tell you all the things about email marketing. All the things I couldn't just say right there. <laughs> all the things. <laughs> That's well, kind yeah. of awesome. we, we jokingly say that we're all the tech stuff. We're just, you know, we, we don't understand it all. So it's awesome that you're here to really just lay it out. Yeah. Very simplified, like wording of everything. So it just uh, put it in lamest terms for us all. What exactly is email marketing other than the obvious marketing via email? So email marketing is really the practice of building relationships with your customers and your prospects. And you're doing it through really highly personalized emails, but you're doing it at scale. And that's kind of the, the trick is that you're emailing all of your customers and prospects, but it's like you're sending one email to one person. So it helps promote your company, your brand, your products, your services. It helps keep you top of mind, which is super important when you are in business. And it is, you know, a really effective way of marketing because almost everyone has an email, right? right? Almost everyone checks their emails multiple times a day, at the very least once a day. I don't know about you, but I'm constantly checking my email. And it's important to have as in part of your overall strategy because a message is so much more likely to be seen in the inbox than on social media. You know, I love social media. I'm on almost all the platforms. I definitely incorporate in everything I do, but there is that that dirty A word that everybody knows, which is the algorithm. Okay. And I with was email, what you were going to say. <laughs> okay, <laughs> with, algorithm. Yeah, algorithm. But with email marketing, you're 100% in control. You send the message when you want. It's going to get to their inbox. They're going to open it or they're not. It's not, hey, is somebody going to see this? Um, So it's just a much more effective way to communicate with your customers and with your prospects. And well, let me go back to social media. A lot of times I see people say like, help, I need X, Y, and Z. Like, who do you recommend? And if you were that business and you were staying in touch with them via email, they wouldn't have to put out that like SOS because they'd go right to their inbox and say, oh, I need this. Here, here's an email from Jenna answering the problem that I have right here in this moment. And so that's why email is so, so powerful because people are always looking in their inbox and they can get their problem solved via emails. Yeah. Right. Like with social media, it's just, it's rented real estate where it's email is king. It really is because we all know that Facebook can just shut you down. Instagram can shut you down. And any of these social media platforms, you don't have control over that. So 
ideally you want to build up your your email list because that's the best way to communicate with your customers or clients or whoever it may be. And like you said, people put out that SOS and I see it everywhere all the time. And it's, it really is about building up your email list and creating that relationship with your people. And I think that goes to say, like, we see that so much with, like I said, social media is a great place to share tips and pictures and all this stuff. But if you are in that business for products and services, we really, you really need to like, just really grow that email list. And so I know you're going to talk more about those tips for how to do it, the best ways to incorporate an email list into your products and services as well as social media. So I'm super excited to really dive into this because this is something that's really interesting to me that I kind of lack on that tech side though. So I'm excited to learn more about it. Well, the cool thing is that you know, you should never use anything as a standalone strategy. So you could take your social media followers, you could turn them into email subscribers, and then you take your email subscribers, you drive them back to your social media. So it should be like one big synergy and you can drive people back through email wherever you want them to go. So if you have a podcast, drive people back to your podcast. If you have a blog, you can drive them back to your blog. If you have an e-commerce site, guess what? Drive them back to your e-commerce site. So it should all work together. You can't rely on just one, but if you're only doing one, it should definitely be email because like I said, it's just so effective. Everyone's checking their email. You know, anytime I need something, I always go to my email and be like, okay, do I have a coupon? Do I have a discount? You know, all of these things. So it's just so important if you are selling anything to make sure that you're utilizing all of the resources, including email. What would you say for people, okay, like, because I'm just speaking as a devil's advocate, because sometimes this happens to me. Um, so I just want like listeners to know what would be more effective to not do those things. Because sometimes like, I get annoyed because I get bombarded with so many emails that I'm like, screw this, unsubscribe, done, right? And then that kind of puts a bad taste in your mouth where sometimes you, you know, like you fill out these like questionnaires and it's like, see your results, put in your email. And I'm like, damn uh-huh. it. No, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah. You're, yes. kind of, you're kind of on the fence. Like, do I, like how bad, yeah. do I want it? <laughs> right. How bad do I want to see this quiz result? Yeah. Yeah. I love this question and I, I have a lot to say on this and I think you're absolutely right. And, and I am subscribed to a ton of stuff too, because there's not enough value in the emails, right? right? And so the whole point of email, at least in in my mind, is building relationships and building trust. Yeah. And you should always be thinking your customer or your audience first. And a lot of people send emails thinking like, oh, what's in it for me? And if you just stopped and said, what's in it for my customer? I think you would be unsubscribing from a lot less emails. And so we yeah. teach people that you always, always want to lead with value and that 80% at least of your emails should be about how does this help your customer or your prospect? What problem does it solve? Is it speaking to their interests or their challenges or is it something that they want to receive? And so the list that you're unsubscribing from, they haven't given you enough value to stick around and not want to unsubscribe. When you're sending an email, you should want to send so much good information that they never, ever, ever want to unsubscribe. And that's really the secret and the the key and the secret sauce to sending successful, effective emails. And like, so you think like a weekly or I guess probably depends on... 
I mean, I think it depends on how much content you have to offer. So if you are a content creator and you're publishing a lot more frequently, then you're going to be able to email a lot more frequently. If you're publishing, you know, less frequently, then you're going to email less frequently. So, you know, if you have a course and you have a new course every week, well then, yeah, you're going to email more frequently. If you have a big sales every day, then you might email every day. It really depends, but really, I would say the number one thing is that you want to set expectations from the get-go with your subscribers. So when you have a sign-up form or a landing page, it should say on there, hey, I'm going to send you the following content. This is what you can expect from me. I'm going to send this frequently. So like for me as someone who may sign up for this list, if I know going in, okay, I'm going to get one email a week and it's going to be you know, a 14-day challenge. Well, then I'm going in with my eyes wide open and I'm going to be much more likely to subscribe and then open those emails. But if you say, I'm going to send you an email once a month and then you send me an email every day, well, you broke your promise. That's that's not what I signed up for. So yes, of course I'm going to unsubscribe because it was much, much more than I bargained for if that makes sense. Yes, that does make sense. I've seen what you're talking about too, where I have received emails that kind of tell you like, this is the kind of whatever. And it kind of, I do like that. That's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it sets the pretense right right up front. And that's kind of building that that no like and trustability factor right from the get-go. But you you had made a point earlier when you had said, when you go to your email and you just search for like a discount or something like that. And it got me thinking, I'm like, if you start subscribing to those people that you really are interested in or they have that value. I never really looked at it this way, but maybe like your email becomes like that new Google because you could search for all the stuff and those are your people that you've already established relationships and rapport with. Mm-hmm. So I guess I hadn't really considered that because you can search anything and you're, you know, what are you looking for? And it's all in your inbox. So Yeah, like it's a lot about timing. And so, you know, we all have problems that we want to solve, right? But we usually don't take action until our pain level gets like to a certain point. And then it's like, when you hit that breaking point, it's like, okay, I have to, I have to do something now. And I'll always go to my, my inbox and be like, okay, like, here's an example. Uh, my son, he's seven, right. And he's a rough and tumble boy. And he gets holes in his knees of his pants all the time. And it was like the last good pair of pants he had. He had a hole in them. And I'm like, great. He needs all new pants. Go to my email. And there's Carter's, right? Who's a kid's clothing store. And it's with a coupon, right? Like everything's on sale. And it's like, all right, yes. And I placed an order right then and there. So if Carter's can do that, right? Because I had a problem. It needed solved like right then and there. You could do that for your own business, whether you're an entrepreneur, solopreneur, you know, big retailer, you're a blogger. It doesn't matter because you want to stay top of mind for when someone's pain or challenge gets so big that they have to take action, they're going to come back to you. Right. And and instead of going to Google, like, you know, boys pants, you know, and then you find something like, okay, is there a sale or is this coupon? So now you're on like this search for like, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes or something like that. And then you have to scour the website. So it's just kind of like, it just takes you off on this tangent. But if you're, if you just go to your email and you're like, okay, I already know Carter's, I bought from Carter's, they deliver it, they have a coupon mm-hmm. and he wears these kind of pants. Problem solved in like five minutes. Absolutely. Yep. yep. So they, not only they saw my problem, but they did it really quickly mm-hmm. and you can apply that same strategy to your own business. Right. Yeah. That's, some, that's an excellent tip. And like I said, I never really considered using my, my search email you know, especially on my phone, because I have all of my email accounts connected to my phone. 
just look at it as like a database for your search. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Yeah. And you know, like you, you want to promote your business in email, right? Cause at the end of the day, as a business owner, you, you want to get sales you want to monetize your list. You want to make money. But like I said, if you're constantly sending valuable, helpful information, then that's going to help that relationship. And, you know, they're not going to delete the email. So when you go into search, they'll be there, but it could be like frequently asked questions. It could be a blog. It could be a, like a demo video. Like there's so many valuable things that you could share with your customers that aren't salesy or spammy or like all about like, give me your money, give me your money. So I always tell people like, think about your ideal customer and like, how can you serve them the best? What kind of information? And going back to the frequency, if you have a lot of information to share, then you're going to send more frequently but you want to make sure that you're not sending redundant information or outdated information. You want to make sure it's timely. So that's really going to dictate how often you're going to send emails is by how much you have to share. And you can repurpose content. That's totally okay. A lot of people ask me like, oh, well, you know, I put that on social. I don't want to put it in my email. And it's like, why not? You know, you can save yourself time by repurposing sharing it across different channels and platforms. So it makes, it, you make sure that you're hitting your audience because not everyone's following you on every single thing. Right? right. And the percentage of what is actually being seen on social media, because, you know, right there, you assume like your target audience is following so many people. And then of course mm-hmm. we go to the A word, the algorithm. So it's really only going to show it maybe to like two, 3%. Well, exactly. Yeah. Like I'm like scrolling through and like, I just, baby's sleeping. So guess what? I'm not going to listen to your video on Instagram because my baby's sleeping. And then by the time I'm like, oh, I want to go back and watch it. Like I got to scroll. Like I don't know where to find it, but if something's in my email, like I can just go right to it instead of things on social media where I'm like, oh, I wanted to see that, but I didn't. And then I can't find it. That's my biggest pet peeve. And then you forget who that is because you don't buy a handle. (laughs) Exactly. Like you bring up such a good point because like, I can't tell you how many websites I've been on where I'm like, oh, cool. Like this is really resonating with me, but I'm not ready to buy anything or I'm not ready to like do anything, but I like, I like your vibe. Right. Yeah. And so, but I can't stay in touch with them because there's no way to sign up with them. And so if you have a blog or a podcast or, or a coach, like, and you have a website, and you don't have a sign up form, you are missing the boat because the chances of someone coming back to your website and remembering who you are is very, very slim. So you need to have a way to capture emails on your website to make sure that you can stay in touch with people who like what you have to offer. Right. Yes, absolutely. Because to your point, you're not going to remember, right? No, and, and that's the thing, unless you save it or screenshot it. And I, even that, sometimes when I screenshot, I just forget because it's in my, yeah. my photos or something. But like I said, email is just all in one master list. So if you just pull up your iPhone, go to search mail, it's literally going to pull up, I don't know, if you have more than one email account, but everything is all right there in one hub. But if you're on Instagram or you know Facebook, you forget where it's at. And if you're in multiple groups, you don't know who did what. And so it's really it just makes it so hard to search and find something. But yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, like having that email list is king because it's, it really is your real estate. That's where you have access to everything. It's all in one place. Your people can easily find you as well. So what do you see since this is your profession? So you like know email marketing like better than anyone I know. So what do you see is is like the biggest mistake that people make? 
Well, yeah, I've, we see a lot, but I would say first and foremost, people make mistakes by sending emails to people that don't want to get emails from them. And so when you're doing email marketing, the, the best way to do it is by sending it to people who've given their permission. So that means like opted in. So whether that's from your sign up form or your landing page or they purchase your products, you want to make sure that you're sending it to people who are going to open and engage with your emails. And, you know, we're 100% permission based at my company, meaning like you can't buy lists and import them because those people didn't give their permission. And you want to make sure that you're doing that because it's going to help with your open rates. It's going to help with your email reputation. We all have like a online reputation, whether you know it or not, whether it's social media with email and going back to like that whole trust thing. If you're suddenly being subscribed to a list that you didn't sign up for, that's going to put a bad taste in your mouth. And that's hard to come back from. That's, that's like an unsubscribe. I can't tell you how many times I've been subscribed to lists that like, who, who the heck are these people? I have no idea. And it's just like an icky feeling. Right. And so you want to make sure that you are getting permission to email them. And if you're doing that through an AWeber signup form or a landing page, you know, they're putting in their email, you know, that they're explicitly giving permission, but yeah, that's so important. I get a lot of people say, Hey, I went to this in-person thing, or I went to a conference and I got a stack of business cards. Can I add them to my list? And it's like, well, did they give you their business card to say, yes, put me on your email list? Or was it to like build a personal relationship? Are they expecting to get a newsletter or a sales email? Or are they expecting to get like a one-on-one email from you? So you just have to really think about what the intent of giving their information or their business card was. Could those people then like you send a one-on-one email and then ask them? Yeah. If I got like a stack of business cards, I would reach out to them personally and be like, Hey, it was so great meeting you at the conference. We have a lot of things in common. Like I'd really love to connect. I have a really great valuable newsletter that I send out once a week. Here's the content I send. Would you like to be on my list so you don't miss out on X, Y, and Z? And you know, that that's a much better way to get them on your list than just adding them. Right. Yeah. I know what you mean. I've had the same email address since high school. (laughs) That's what I give it to because that's usually the one that gets spammed the most. Yeah. And then so it's like I had, I went through my email like literally two, about two years ago. It took me six hours to go through and delete because I had an obnoxious amount of emails. Yeah. But I was going to say like while I was going through there, like there's so many, so much like the mentality behind why would I unsubscribe or why do I stay subscribed? So obviously there were some that was just like easy, like, okay. I'm 35. I don't need Abercrombie and Fitch emails anymore. <laughs> like stuff like that were easy to like, okay, on to the next, on to the next. But then it did, there were some that like, maybe I didn't realize I was, cause there were so many, do you know what I mean? So I was like mm-hmm. opening them and looking at them and deciding like which ones to keep and which ones to go. So it is, it's everything that you're saying just based on like the value that they give me. But then also, did I even give them permission? Like half of them, I was like, I don't even know what all these are for. Yeah. Well, the ones that you kept are probably ones that you had really great personal experiences with, right. or they gave something to you in, in the, you know, terms of like their product or services that was so like important or solved a problem. And the ones that you're like, who the heck is this are the ones that are going to go. So if yeah. you are 
going to dabble into email marketing, take your own personal experiences and think about it like, would I want to get this email? Would I want to be subscribed to this email? And it should always be about serving your subscriber first and about you last. So I even tell people like, hey, you, it's not enough to just capture the emails. You have to have a, a welcome email that sets the tone. And you want to introduce yourself and you want to kind of set the, the tone and expectations. And I always say like, introduce yourself, but from the vantage point of them, like don't give them your whole life history. It's like, hey, I'm Jenna. I am an email marketing expert and I'm going to help you solve all of these problems. And you want to turn it around to them. like. How is what you do benefiting them? Because that's all they care about. They don't want to hear about, you know, all the things that you do. They want to say, here's my problem. How can you solve it? And what's it going to cost? Jenna, I would love to be on your, on your email list. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <me> you. To, <laughs> to the subscriber. I'm ready. <laughs> um, so that's good. And then, so what about with people that, because I find like a lot of things before where they teach you like, and obviously this probably would be different for each person based on their business or what their goal is or what they offer, what problems they're solving. And I, I guess probably not one size fits all, but I've like go all these things where it's like, you got to give something free, 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 or have a special whatever and all this kind of stuff where I feel like you hear all that. So then when I see that on emails, my guard's up because I'm like, they're just doing this to like capture me or whatever. But then- Yeah, yeah, for sure. But then also like at what point, like, I guess, what could people do to like differentiate themselves so that they're not looked at as like, oh, they're just following the steps that everybody's following, I guess. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely what you're calling about, what you're talking about is called a lead magnet or incentive. So there definitely is something to be said about offering an incentive to join your email list, but you want to make sure it's always leading with that value. You know, like we talk about value, that's like the buzzword of the day. And if it's something like a quiz, like, I, you know, that's like, which princess are you? Like, I don't know if that's really value, right? <laughs> right. But if it's like, I want to know, <laughs> like, I want to lose weight, but I don't want to exercise. So, like, I'm going to Google, you know, how to eat healthy, maybe. And if yeah. someone has, like, here is a free seven day food plan with all the grocery items that you need, like, heck yeah, that's super valuable to me right now. And so right. I might give them my email address because I want to know how to eat healthy for seven days. And they're going to basically do my grocery list for yeah. me. And so I'm going to give them my email address. And then I'm going to say, wow, they just gave me this like super awesome weekly food plan. I wonder what else they can offer to me. And so in their email, they're probably going to say like, hey, here's your seven day meal guide. And, you know, great news for further uh, future emails, I'm going to send you X, Y, and Z. And then you get once an email once a week that has like, super easy dessert that's guilt-free. Like, yes, I want to know that. And so <laughs> if you are, if, if you are sending the things that like, I want to know, and I'm like, yeah. this is amazing. And then one email comes and it's like, buy my month long meal plan for $20. Well, guess what? I want that 30 day meal plan and, and I want it more than I want to keep $20. And so that's yeah. where, you know, yeah. you start to see things happening is right. when people think you have so much value that they're willing to start paying for it. And right. you can do that through nurture campaigns through email. Right. And so I might've Googled like lose weight without exercising. And then I found this person that solved my problem with giving me yeah. this awesome plan. And I'm going to keep going back to them for advice and then eventually start paying them. 
Right. That's good. And that's good to know too, because I think sometimes people get confused or they think like you have to give something like, so that costs so much money away for free. You know what I mean? So some mm-hmm. people are like, what do I have to get? You know what I mean? Or that they think like, oh, I'm giving like a $40, $50, like an actual tangible like thing that they're going to give people. So they think in their mind, I'm spending all this money for this email and I don't know that they're going to be a subscriber or a potential customer of mine long-term. But I like what you're saying is it doesn't have to be a seven-day for, you know what I mean? That took what, how Yeah, it could be something that you've already created yeah. or content that you already have. Like I'm thinking of like just other examples. So like I have a lot of friends that sell essential oils. Well, I don't know anything about essential oils, but like I want them to solve my problem. So like if I have a headache, like which oils do I rub on my temple? If I have a you know bug bite, which oil do I rub on it? If I want to diffuse something to feel zen, like which oil is that? And so if you were selling oils, you could have a PDF that's like very simple that says like, if you want to do this, use this oil. If you want that, you know, and it could be just something that you put together in 30 minutes Yeah, that is super valuable. It educates people and it's going to get them to trust you and think of you as an authority. And then they buy oils from you down the line. Then that was that 30 minutes of putting that PDF together was so worth it. So you don't have to spend hours or thousands of dollars or give away the farm to have something that's valuable as a incentive. But people aren't just going to give you their email address if it says, join my email list. That's, <laughs> that's just not good enough in this day and age. Like maybe once upon a time that <laughs> worked, but nowadays people are very, very protective of their email. And so you might have to incentivize them to capture their email address. Right, that's good. I like that too, especially when it takes less work out of me because I have friends that sell oils too. And I'm like, holy Hannah, there's a million different things. I don't want to research them. You just tell me. Right, exactly. (laughs) And I think like ultimately that lead magnet should just really be to simplify somebody's pain point. And it's just that simple. It's like, okay, so I gave you my email. You got what you you know, it's like a trade-off. And then hopefully you got enough value from that, that you're going to not hit the unsubscribe next time it comes around. Exactly. But like, even for like, for you guys, for example, as podcasters, your incentive could be like, here are my top five downloaded episodes. Like you're welcome. Like you basically, you're just curating instead of going through and listening to every single one, it could be like, here's my top five. Like go listen to these. These are the most popular episodes we've ever had. And it could just be a, a simple curation. Even again, if you're a blogger, like say you're a food blogger, here's my top 10 recipes and you're just curating it for them. So it's saving them time. And if they love what you do enough, then they're going to stick around. They're going to be loyal subscribers. Right. I love it. This is good. Here's the thing though, Jenna, sometimes like I don't, we don't know what we don't know. So sometimes I don't know, is there a question I should be asking you that we're not asking? <laughs> I mean, I think we're having a really great conversation. Um, I think we're hitting all of the most important parts. I would say if you're new to email marketing, this might sound a little overwhelming and intimidating, but I would say there's three things that you definitely want to do as a new person. One, you want to have some way to capture those those emails, right? So like if you have a website, you have a sign up form. If you don't have a web presence, maybe you're just on social, you could create a landing page and you can do all this through Aweber, but you could have a standalone landing page where you're collecting subscribers, you're building your list. Then you want to have a welcome email that we kind of touched on, just kind of setting the tone like, hey, this is what you're going to expect as a subscriber. 
And you could even ask them questions saying like, hey, what do you want to know? Like, what kind of content would you like to see? What kind of problems can I solve for you? And then you want to send a regularly kind of scheduled newsletter that's super valuable. So as long as you start there, that's a great way to kind of quickly launch your email strategy. And again, you always, always, always want to serve your your audience first. Right. And so when we talk about the, you know, setting all this stuff up now, this is kind of where like that tech stuff gets like, you know, as a content creator, write this stuff out and then you're like, okay, great. Now I don't know what to do with it. (laughs) So is this what AWeber offers? You have like an email automated kind of backend something, whatever all that tech stuff is. Can you talk more about that? (laughs) Yeah, sure. So all all the wrong things. (laughs) No worries. You're on the right track. So AWeber is basically an email service provider. So you would do all of your emailing through AWeber. So you'd collect the subscribers. So we have unlimited signup forms. We have templates. We make it really easy. Uh, We even have the uh, landing pages, which unlike a website where you can like navigate like all over the place, kind of like it's more about building awareness about your company where you can kind of navigate. A landing page is just a standalone page where you want your visitor to take one action. So whether it's filling out the form to join your email list or it's, you know, another button that takes them somewhere else like to buy your product you can build all of those inside AWeber and that's going to help you build your audience. And then you're going to actually send your emails through AWeber as well. So we have a drag and drop message editor. You don't have to have coding or HTML experience. Uh, We have lots of templates. With AWeber, our mission's kind of like, let's do 90% of the work so that the customer can do the 10% of the business that they really love. And so we try to do as many things for you that we can. And so that talks a lot about our templates. And then what's great is we're an autoresponder. So what that means is say someone joins your list, say I join your email list, I'm going to get an automated email as soon as I hit submit that says, hey, welcome to my list. Let me tell you all the wonderful things about how I'm going to help you. I'm going to set the expectations. And if you did have a lead magnet, you want to make sure you deliver that in that first email. And so an autoresponder is all about efficiency, saving you time. When someone joins your list, you don't have to manually send your PDF or your ebook or whatever your incentive was. It automatically sends. And so we call them a campaign or an automation, and it's going to do all the work for you. So it can send as soon as someone joins. It can send when someone clicks a button. And then we also do uh, broadcasts, which are our one-off kind of emails. So think of like your weekly email or a monthly or your daily newsletter, that would be a broadcast. So we do all of those things inside AWeber. And for anyone who's getting started, we have, well, really for anyone, we have 24-7 customer solutions. So if you're sitting here thinking like, well, I don't even know where to start, well, call our customer solutions department because they will walk you through it. And that's something that really sets us apart from our competitors we have phone, email, and chat. So you can always talk to someone. And then we're all based out of Pennsylvania. like that. And so we're really built for people who are just starting out or people who are more sophisticated and have been doing email for a long time. So we kind of check all those boxes. Awesome. Yeah, that's, that's good to know. Because I think, I mean, kind of from my standpoint, it's like, okay, great. I'm a creator. I put that out. I got an email. Now what do I do with it, right? And that is kind of like, okay, so if you're collecting all these emails, do you go in manually and send this out? And then, you know, so it's just a lot of work. And I know there's 
many different email providers and services out there. I'm just curious to know like what Aweber offers versus all those other ones too. And it sounds like they're they're all relatively similar, but like you said, what sets you apart is that 24-7 customer service, which as anyone's new, like, you know, kind of not in that tech tech space, that is like the selling point. Yeah. I will be on the phone at like 3 a.m. calling, please help. Here's my SOS, right? So, and someone will be there to yeah. walk you through it. <laughs> That's awesome. And, yeah. and I don't know if you maybe already said this and I was writing stuff down, so I missed it, but Did you say that you work with like content creation as well? Yeah. So we love podcasters. We love bloggers. We love content creators. And we actually have a feature. It's called our blog broadcast, but it's basically an RSS to email. So if you have a podcast or a blog, you can kind of set it and forget it. And you can create your template and it could be like, hey, every time I publish a blog post, send out an email to my subscribers. Or Every time I publish three blogs, send it out. So that is saving everyone time. I know our podcasters who use RSS feed and our bloggers absolutely love, love, love that feature because it's it's kind of like set it and forget it. So a lot of people use that as well. I feel like I'm going to have to be talking to you more, Jenna. <laughs> I would be more than happy to talk to you anytime. Figure this out for sure. Yeah, we're, we're taking a bunch of notes here because like I said, we're... I like three pages. It's in our jam. Uh, we're just obviously creators and we put out, you know, blogs and podcasts and mm-hmm. just really cool stuff. And it's just, you know, sometimes it's like missing that mark, like, okay, great. So now that you've done this, how do you connect it to your audience? You know, obviously email is uh, huge and just trying to have that, building that relationship there and then repurposing that content over your social media platforms as all from that whole cycle. Like you said, you put out the content, you throw it in your email, throw it on your blog throw it on a podcast, throw it on social media, repeat. Yeah, and drive people back to wherever you want them to go. So for a creator, right, the email could be like, here's my last blog post. And it's taking them to the blog post. And then the blog post might have other links that's driving them somewhere else. And right. you know, maybe you have affiliate links or you have a product or service of your own that you're selling. So the possibilities are endless and it's all about staying top of mind. Like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, you know, sometimes it's like out of sight, out of mind. And I think that's so true. And email can really solve that problem. Right. So I love it. Great info. Huge, love that stuff. Huge, huge takeaways. I just feel like I just upped my tech game. Yeah, me too. I'm ready. And awesome. by ready, I mean, I'm ready to talk to you more, Jenna. <laughs> well, and you know, when I said that we can help people who are just starting out or more sophisticated, we, so we just launched Aweber Free. So this is like a game changer for people who might just be starting their blog or podcast or business. And we have Aweber free, which is free for up to 500 subscribers. And you don't have to have a credit card or anything. You literally need your name and email to create an account and start sending emails, which is phenomenal. And then as you start growing and seeing your wins and your successes, and you start building that list, then you can go over to our pro product, which is literally only $19 a month. And we'll absolutely pay for itself. And so, you know, we could drop a link in, in there for you, uh, for the listeners, but anyone can get started with email marketing. We've definitely reduced the barriers. You can still get access to our 24 seven customer solutions, whether you're a free user or a paid user. And if you are already doing email marketing and you're with another 
email provider, we will move all of your stuff over for free. So as I mentioned, there's really no reason not to give Aweber a try and to start email marketing today for your business or your your course or your blog, your podcast, whatever you're doing that people need to know about. Right. And of course, we're going to add all of that stuff into the show notes. You guys could easily just click on the show notes and sign up. It's going to be that awesome, right? Yes. Awesome. So how, how can people find out more about you and not necessarily just a Weber, but obviously you got a lot going on and just, you know, being that, that entrepreneurial business mom doing it all. Right. And you know, that's really what our podcast is about. It's just really owning who you are and becoming that your best, most confident self. So how could people just find more about you, you know, sharing, we'll add that yeah. to the show notes. Yeah. So I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Pinterest. I'm on LinkedIn. And you can feel free to connect with me on any of those uh, platforms. Just let me know that you found me here so that I have some context because, you know, people, it's just like adding people to your email list when you request them without any context. It's like, ah, how'd you find me? But yeah, I'd be happy to connect with anyone. I'm probably on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn the most. I do have Twitter, but I don't really... I really don't go on it. I don't know if it's because I'm old school or, <laughs> or like what, it. but yeah, I just can't, I keep trying, but uh, I'm, I really love Instagram. I love Instagram stories. So that's where I spend a lot of my time. Great. Yes. We will be adding all of that into the show notes and we're so, so grateful that you came on and we, of course, Aaron and I always have so many notes after each show. So we've learned so much and I know that you're going to add so much value to our listeners and you know, you're just doing amazing things. So I just want to thank you for being a guest. Thank you. It's been such a fun time and such a pleasure. And I'm grateful to you guys to have me on your show. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.